Let's try this again. Hear ye, hear ye. Gather around for another edition of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms that stream your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, we prefer that you leave us a review of the five-star kind. Links to all the platforms and the merchandise available at ykwrestling.com. And also at ykwrestling.com, go ahead and click that link that says Pro Wrestling, Pro Choice. From our friends over at Creation World, get you a nice t-shirt designed by our good friend Jizzy Durus. or proceeds go to the Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. And if you don't feel comfortable, you should donate there anyway. You won't get a nice shirt, but you feel good about a good cause that you're donating to. As always, I am the thespian T.C. Fontaine, joined by today, the world's strongest man, Rick Henry. <laughs> Rick Henry. Okay. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. It's uh, you know, you, you don't want to be like Reek Flacco today or something? Nah, nah. You got the jersey on? Nah, I'm, not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna do too much. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I ain't, gonna, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna push it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Yeah, y'all didn't, y'all didn't sign Joe Flacco. Now you a fan again, huh? <laughs> hey, listen. Dude was terrible last week. Like, yeah. He been terrible don't... for a while now. A long time, years. I ain't. Yeah, he had a fluke little run ten years ago. It was a fluke. Hey, folks, it's the NFL, bro. Folks catch fire, and then you can't do nothing about it. Folks catch fire at the right time. They every every team that's worth they saw. At least every playoff team they go on the run that's about three four games long, and they just hot. Sometimes people go on that run in the last three, four games of the season. (laughs) And that's what seemed to happen. It it is what it is. Did you freeze? Damn, we just started and he froze. We just started and he froze. A few moments later. All right, we back, y'all. See, that's what happened. See, you come on here with a Jets jersey and your internet don't mess up later into the show. It messed up in the first three minutes. How that work? That's crazy. Make that make sense. I don't know. Let's let's just before it happens again, let's jump into the show, man. How you doing this week, Reed? We living? Oh, disregard I'm good, my green man. screen fucking up. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm most definitely living. I'm having a good good week. You know, this this, this bothering me. See, they trying to sabotage us right now. It see every time something happens, we like to blame Tony Khan, and he feeling himself because the Jaguars shut out the Colts today. So he probably overfilled mm-hmm. himself and he said, you know, we're going to, they, they are biggest haters. We're going to fuck up their show more than usual. That's what's happening right now. This will never happen. Let me, let me figure this out right here. 
sending uh they're sending She Hulk after you over here. Facts. See that? That's wild. Never mind. Never mind that. But uh we good though. Uh we living. How we living this Saturday, Sorry. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I mean, I'd be better if you know if I had some 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 best in cash out, but you know. Facts. You, you know how this goes already. Man. I gotta tell, I gotta tell you. That's how you know, like. We was talking about this before we started recording. We said Vince McMahon got a new job as a consultant for Roger Goodell in the NFL because mm-hmm. some of this shit that's been happening don't make no sense. Yep. Go, go see point. the Jets. Y'all was down two scores with like two minutes left in the game. And all of a sudden they went by one. The Jets, oh, I'm, I'm a, hold on, let me pull up my scoreboard right quick. And I promise you we're going to talk about some wrestling today. Uh, <laughs> talking about nothing but football in the first five minutes of a wrestling podcast. But all right. Uh, so let me see what we had here. Uh, say, let me find out. Let me find out Vince got a new job. Yeah. Football games. Yeah. That, that's all it is. We talk about Vince McMahon. It's still wrestling. Um, he still on. He still owns the company. So he still count. Uh, case in point, the Jets and Browns, the Ravens and the Dolphins. That was the most egregious example that I can think mm. of today. And then uh, if y'all haven't been paying attention, uh, go check out what happened in the Falcons and Rams game in the second half of that one. And then we already mentioned the Jaguars shut out a team, which shouldn't ever happen. Just take his hit. I think Vince McMahon started writing boxing too, because because the way that fight oh. last night was looking, <laughs> Triple G looked washed watch- as fuck until the ninth round. All of a sudden, he got some juice. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it, and then. I started like keeping up with it on Twitter and everything like that. I'm so glad I didn't, cause I'd have been mad. I'd have really been mad, bro. Yeah, it was all bad. And I, I was like, gonna bet on Canelo, and Canelo was like minus 500 odds, which ain't shit. Yeah, like cause I only bet five dollars anyway, so mm-hmm. I would have cashed out like 19 cents or something like that. Crazy. It was less than a dollar. I tell you that much. I, I just shut it down. I said fuck that. Oh yeah, of course. What I'm gonna do with less than a dollar? Nothing. But anyway, let's talk about some wrestling. Uh, we watch wrestling all week long. What you been checking out this week? Uh, I ain't watched nothing, but I watched the May Young Classic. That's about it. I'm about to say, I don't think I, I was watching no wrestling this week outside of like the regular shows. I was just kind of keeping up with this week's stuff. <clears throat> yeah. I uh, uh, get back on my O3. Thanks. Uh, I, I checked out the May Young Classic, the first one. Uh, I only watched the first round, which was like the first like four episodes. Uh, I'm going to check out the second round later. Uh, this was actually around the time I started following women's wrestling. So uh, it's dope to see how far like a lot of the women that were in this tournament have come in the last five years. Like Bianca, like we already know about her. Um, one, like Bianca at like try to make this sound as unperverted as possible body wise has gotten so much better uh like the muscle she has packed on in the last five years is oh yeah i got down started doing push-ups i've seen that i was like she cut up oh she and uh shout out to montez ford i think there's like around the time they first started dating he was he was front row for her match he's been a real nigga since the beginning uh rhea ripley like totally different person Totally different. Uh, Shayna Baszler, like, you know, she used to have a Dora Explorer cut. <laughs> <laughs> Zia Lee had the, the the Monica cut from 1997. 
Yo, she did. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, oh, Zaylee look like a sister. Okay. Right. You know, uh, also in this tournament, man, like Kaylee Ray, uh, Piper Niven, Dewdrop. Uh, Mia Yim was in here. She looked mm-hmm. different. Take, uh, is it, it Tay Conti or Ty Conti? I, I guess it's Ty, but uh, I like know, I always thought it was Ty when she was NXT, and then yeah. she goes to AEW and they was calling her Tay, and I guess like you know you got a bunch of white people they don't know how to pronounce names the way they should be pronounced. Yeah, cause like her whole name is like is Tyanara, so yeah, like I don't know where you got Tay from. They was calling her Tay for a good year, and they started calling her Ty Conti. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, almost exclusively. So, yeah. <laughs> no surprise. Uh, and then Tony Storm was in there too. It was uh, some women on the indie scenes. Uh, they, they haven't really been doing much like TV wise, but uh, it, it was good to see some names in there that I hadn't seen in a while. So, I want to go check it out and see what a lot of these other ladies are doing. Um, it was some women from uh, an Impact Wrestling over the last couple years that were in there too. So, it was, it was pretty dope. I'm going to continue. And, uh, Check out round two and round three and round four, which was the finals. Shout out to Kyrie Sane. Y'all remember she won the first May Young. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch May Young too. Because I might as well. But yeah, that's all I watched this past week. Uh, but we got some uh, history lessons uh today in wrestling history. 2005, uh Unforgiving took place. And that was a, it was decent. It was a decent card. Uh, Ric Flair beat Carlito to win the mm-hmm. Intercontinental Championship. His old ass winning titles in 05. <laughs> this was uh, a few, about a, a few weeks or so before Triple H beat his ass. Yeah. So he beat the shit out and, of Ric Flair too. And I, I, I can't blame him after uh, he started wilding out after the match. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Bro, we on TV. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. You gotta chill out. No, this man, this man pulled this man. Y'all remember? (laughs) I'm gonna tell y'all what happened because I forgot about it. I I forgot about it. This man, Ric Flair, pulled five of the most, but it was a three. I think it was three. It was either between three to five of the most butterface ass women I have ever seen before. And then I had to go looking. I was like, man, where does pay-per-view take place at? Because I was like, the way these women looking, this pay-per-view either took place in Alabama or Oklahoma. And if I remember correctly, it took place in Oklahoma properly. I got to go. It's Googleable. Let me go check. But if I remember correctly, it was in Oklahoma. And he pulled either three to five of some of the most butterface looking women I've ever seen from ringside after he won and took them backstage with him so they could take a ride on Space Mountain. Yep. They didn't even leave the, the parking lot. They just stayed there. <laughs> Oklahoma City. I was right. Yep. Damn shame, Rick. Uh, but elsewhere, we had Matt Hardy and Edge in a cage match. Matt Hardy won that one. Uh, and in the main event, Kurt Angle beat John Cena uh, by disqualification in a match for the WWE title. And uh, that was the beginning of fans turning on John Cena because they, they was not oh, rocking yeah. with it after that. It was it was over with. 
And uh, what else happened uh, today in wrestling history, man? Unforgiven. And then uh, there was Night of Champions 2011. Uh, John Cena beat Alberto Del Rio for the WWE title. And then Randy Orton beat Mark Henry for the World Heavyweight yeah. title. That's what happened there. And then in the main event, Triple H uh, beat CM Punk. Because Triple H... It was just doing shit in the fourth quarter of 2011. He was just doing shit. Like, like it was Golden Sledgehammer time. That was after the roster walked out on, too. Yeah. So if Triple H lost that match, he would have had to resign as a COO. Triple H held, like, 17 different positions in the last 10 years. Oh, God. Like, I mean, the, the dude's been backstage, like, doing some kind of work back there for, like, years prior, but... Once he got in a title, all of a sudden it was like one after another after another. Yeah. In fact, in just... the last six weeks alone, he's held three titles. Yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Yeah, things constantly changing back then. Uh, but speaking of, uh, you know, Triple H, I'm going to give a happy early birthday to his boss, his wife, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> Her birthday is uh, later this week. And then a uh, happy belated birthday to Teddy Long. And since it was Teddy Long's birthday, it was also my birthday. So happy belated birthday to me. That's Shout out to a right. real one. Hey, that's how we go, man. So it, it, it's, it's just you. Uh, and then after that, was it Katie? Was she the last one? Turn 30? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Ooh, man. Everybody getting so, old. Wow. It's getting scary <laughs> Everybody out getting here. Old, man. So <laughs> I'm going to pass the buck over to you, man, for our royal. Address of rumors. Oh man, okie dokie. So uh, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about this real quick. Mm. So, uh, so earlier this week, and in fact, in fact, last week we talked about this. Uh, oh boy, Patrick got arrested, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, of course, anytime something goes on with him, everyone talking. Well, uh, he has something to say, and he got on the Twitterverse or Instagram, whichever one first. It was IG. Yeah, IG. Which I think IG. that that explains why he was, you know, is this thing on for 15 seconds? Oh, yeah. It was IG. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense now. I thought he was, you know, cocaine tendencies. Yeah, I, I was a little concerned about that, too. But, uh, yeah, he got on there, and uh, he started going in on uh, – Mr. Ethan Carter III, EC3, because, you know, you heard before, uh, he had made some allegations about my guy recording some uh, bathroom privacy out here. And he basically said, yo, uh, let's not change the script out here. Let's not act like we wasn't all partying, chilling, getting crazy. And uh, let's not act like there wasn't some powder on that table when we was there. Now, we was both indulging it. And uh, let's not act like in the, the process of us doing all these activities, uh, my phone got left on the counter and, you know, some things just, you know, wound up happening. I wasn't in no state to be trying to record nobody at all. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he definitely shot some, some shots out here to let the people know, listen, uh, Mind you, didn't really necessarily deny a whole lot of else stuff was going on. Just uh, had to address that particular elephant 
that uh yeah some so, some dude now here is a little just as wild as me that's acting innocent but uh that that was pretty funny uh and some other news that you ain't gonna be too happy about uh y- y'all guy uh tony d is hurt again and forget about uh, the- it Um, yeah, the next two episodes of NXT uh, were pre-taped. So, um, in in real time, during the live event, uh, Tony got a... Uh, it looked like he had a head injury initially, but um, they took him to the back. It was actually a knee injury. Don't know how serious it is, but um, mm. it's said to be something that he might miss some time for. Real quick, uh, let, me, let me jump back to this EC3 thing. Because I, I seen a statement from EC3 earlier, uh, oh. and he he ended up he ended up actually doing a whole interview uh, talking about it. But then like he he released another statement to another dirt sheet, uh, and he said, "In life, I forgive everyone for everything that has been done to me. I personally have never failed a drug test from any employer, nor been arrested for drug usage, paraphernalia, assault, battery, or any other inappropriate behavior. Unlike some people." Uh, my forgiveness includes Patrick Clark for setting up a video recording device in the bathroom of my home. As far as any other accusations and allegations against him, I hope he finds the help he needs. EC3. Damn. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Now that's a damn shame. My bad. Show. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is a show going on out here. Um. And uh, just a few, not not even a few hours ago, or an hour ago, uh, another person that dropped a statement was Mr. Malachi Black, also known as Aleister Black in WWE. Uh, I forgot to actually read that. Yeah, so he um, he came out to set the record straight about everything that's been going on. And uh, I, I won't go through the whole thing, but basically, in a nutshell, he kind of just wanted to let the fans know he's appreciative of all the well wishes. Um, and the, the fact of the matter is that in the 22 years he's been in the business, he hasn't really properly taken the time to take a step back and, you know, uh, take some time to himself and evaluate what's going on with him. But also he's had a lot of crazy, you know, stuff going on in his life. You know, him and Zelina both, you know, had some some issues with their people close to them in their lives, people that they've lost, medical issues, um, a lot a lot of really crazy stuff that's been going on that they haven't taken time to address. And maybe that might explain why we haven't seen Zelina as well, since that's something that that we both asked at some point in time. Yeah, which I, I'm a I'm gonna hold myself personally accountable for, because uh, after Brody Lee, I said I wouldn't do that for any wrestler uh, who just disappears. Uh, however, in Zelina's case, I thought she was hurt. Um, I remember she was hurt a while ago, and then I didn't know she was still hurt until I looked at the uh, the roster page on Wikipedia, and it didn't say she was hurt anymore. So, but I'm a I'm a personally hold myself accountable for that. I'm going to stop uh, speculating and inquiring on the whereabouts of wrestlers who just disappear off TV. I know this is very hypocritical. Uh, <laughs> for a, a segment later on in the show, but it is what yeah. it is. Yeah, this is, I, I'm going to preface uh, the segment that's coming later on by if anything like this is going on with a current wrestler, then I will rescind what I'm going to say later on. 
Uh, but yeah, yeah, he uh, just wanted to clear the air about that. Uh, he didn't like the fact that these dirt sheets were out here airing out his personal conversations. Uh, the ops in particular, because they were the main ones responsible for this. We, we, we good, we good. Just, just, we just gonna keep it going. But yeah, um, it's bothering but me. He did, keep talking. <laughs> but he did go on to say that uh, one of the factors that came into him taking time off was the fact that, you know, uh, on top of everything else that's been going on, uh, when he asked for his release, one of the issues that came up was the fact that uh, he says professionally things that he uh, was expected to get things that were supposed to work out didn't get worked out looking at you tony um but yeah there wasn't he said specifically there wasn't one thing that you could put that that shit didn't work (laughs) yeah um he said there wasn't like one thing that you could point to but it all kind of just came up in one big bomb so he's basically he's been Mulling this decision over for the last six months, and he finally decided to make it. I think it's but, funny um, how a lot of people uh, suddenly are coming out and just saying they have all these problems and things that they were promised to them mm. weren't fulfilled. I just oh, that that reminds me. That <clears> reminds <throat> me, <throat> Brian Cage. Just to just to just just to just to segue that into something else. Uh, so Brian Pillman Jr. <clears throat> Brian did, Pillman uh, Jr. Did, a, did an interview on Renee Dupree's podcast. You remember when Brian Perlman was on was on TV, don't you? Yeah. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Anyway, so remember I said I wanted to see Brian Pillman Jr. do something after after I watched him talk about his dad on a mm-hmm. on a what was what's that shit called Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, I said I hope they give him some opportunities to do something because like the way he was talking about the life he was living. I feel like, you know, I mean, people people don't necessarily deserve career opportunities because they suffered, you know, abuse, but they deserve to be given an opportunity to prove themselves that they can carry and be given more opportunities. I feel like personally, especially in a business where, uh, you know, you have to get people to emotionally connect with you. And by having a background like that, that's actually a very easy way to get the crowd invested in you. But who am I? I'm not the two-time booker of the year. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, this was something that he was talking about because um, he was asked specifically about Julia Hart. Yeah. And she was a main part of the Varsity Blondes, a part of their group. And he wasn't happy about the fact that they just pulled her out of that group and stuck her with the House of Black. And uh, just kind of paraphrasing him a little bit, um, he said it's pretty clear that when we lost her, that we kind of lost our edge a little bit. We lost a spark that made us a good group, and you know, we could have gotten over a lot better keeping her together there. I think that there was a a lot of you know playing into her strengths with you know the two with all three of us together. So um, yeah, he's like I-, I wasn't happy about it at all, if I'm being honest. But it's not my show. It's business. And uh, you know, the fact of the matter is that we kind of lost our potential once you know, she got going. And as we just said, since she's been gone, I don't, when's the last time we seen Brian Pillman and uh, the, the, just that the group in general 
on a, a show that a show that's not dark or dark elevation because you know we don't watch that shit. Nah. So you but said yeah. that I got Kelly Clarkson stuck in my head. <laughs> that might be the episode title because I, I might I might be saying it a few times because it's just it's it's ingrained. Shout out to Kelly Clarkson. She got some bangers. She, she got some slaps for a, for a country singer. Hey, I know. I, I I think I've talked about this before. I love country music. I don't listen to it all the time, but when I do listen to it, I'll be on that. Shout out to Tim. McGuire. I don't, but I. I, I know <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna be real. Like at my job, uh, one of my jobs actually. Uh, I work, if y'all know, I work event services in Las Vegas. And so, like, throughout the year, all throughout Vegas, they have these rodeos. So you just see a bunch of people just walking around in cowboy hats all the fucking time. Yeah. And so, like, I'll be working these rodeos, man. And them people for, listen, for some drunk, possibly racist Trump supporters, they actually pretty nice. When they spending money, they nice. When they having a good time, they they ain't enjoying themselves. They nice. I, I I'll say this, and like y'all y'all could take it for what you want to take it. I, I don't I don't take a lot of stock in what the news says because I personally have not met a rude or racist or out of pocket Trump supporter in person, bro. That's just me. I have not met one. I'm not and like I've had <laughs> I've had conversations with these people, like genuine conversations, and. Like, yeah, they're opinionated and they say what's on their mind, but like, I'm I'm about, I'm about vibes. Like, I, I pay attention to the way people act and how they talk. The ones I have met, and I met a few, a good few of them. They they not the way that the people in the media and stuff talk about them. That's just my, that's just my personal perspective from what I've seen. That's just me. I you know I'm not you know everybody got you know their their own opinions on it, but from personal experience. I have not seen it like that. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm a uh, only met one. I only interacted with one. Only one has ever pissed me off during said interactions. But outside of that, like I went to a gun range, right, for my yeah. birthday. You know, at a gun range, you're gonna have a lot of Trump supporters at a fucking gun range. Like, of course, them the people that talk about guns the most. Mm-hmm. People was actually nice. I, I was walking in there kind of like, man, these white people in here with these NRA shirts, man. I don't know. <laughs> but they was they were solid people. They was nice. Like they was, I never shot a gun before. So they was like, it's your first time? Oh wow. White people with yeah. guns, they get excited. So like I'm not, you know. Yeah. So I, I, that's yeah. what I, I just say, listen, the media is funny. I, I'm not, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying like like there, there ain't some there ain't some extra I don't know in there. I don't know how we got into this conversation but my, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's circle yeah. back just, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there anyway getting back to this uh, yeah. country to music round out, yeah. Okay. yeah yeah to uh to round out the almost <laughs> yeah the, to round out the almost exclusively white news um Jeff Hardy is said to be back soon I, I don't know how that's even news um but yeah. He had to go through rehab, Bro. even did that. And uh, I don't know. The only thing I will say is that the fact that they put him in rehab to begin with is shocking to me because the lack of accountability that Anthony has in his company has been put on full display 
if it wasn't already within the past two this weeks. Killing me, bro. Yeah, you, you definitely. <laughs> when, when, when did this ever happen? Like, see, soon, soon as you started talking about Anthony, this started happening again. This didn't happen for the whole Trump conversation. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, he tapped in. It's crazy. Yeah, he he be trying to no, ruin something. I, 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 thing or I have I have thoughts on this jet party news because I've seen it and uh, peasant pending because priorities. <laughs> Yeah. Priorities all fucked up. This man gets out of rehab. You want to rush him back to TV? Priorities. Yeah. He doesn't need to be wrestling. He should. He probably shouldn't wrestle anymore anyway. But he should definitely stay away. Find something more productive to do. Something a little bit more healthy to do while you're in recovery, instead of just getting back and getting to the grind and taking bumps. Because when you start taking bumps again, they're gonna have you wrestling in these ladder matches and all this bullshit. To where you're gonna get hurt and you're gonna have the need to, you know, medicate yourself in the way that you're most comfortable. And then we're gonna be right back here again. And the holidays coming up is actually one of the worst times to be around that shit. So I should, I personally would not, I would say, all right, Jeff, I don't want you to come back to TV. I want you to go through all these things, all these steps that are necessary. And then we'll reevaluate here, you know, probably at the start of the new year or something. Yeah. You don't bring this man back to TV as soon as he got out of rehab. I'm assuming he was in a 90-day rehab or something. It's, yeah, that, it's been about three months. Right. That, that's that's stupid. And it, it not just the fact that they rush him back, but like you said, they put him they put him in these matches that people are known for seeing him in. And Jeff is in his mid-40s right now. Yeah. He didn't already he had already disclosed that he has back issues from all them damn swatons that he had taken off of ladders, through tables, and all kinds of other furniture and objects. So it's not even so much of like the the drinking and all this other shit. Like I think that that's kind of you know take it subsided a little bit. But now it's like you said, you know, medicating. You you gotta you gotta deal with this pain because him and Matt both. I mean. They they done got their bodies done been bent, twisted, and folded all kinds of ways. So right. now it's like you gotta medicate just to kind of make it through some of these matches. And the 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 biggest thing that kind of woke me up to that type of stuff was that that Kurt Angle doc a couple weeks yeah. ago. Because I mean, this is a dude that broke his neck, what, four or five times? No, you said way more than that. Well, in, in, in a span of time between oh, like, yeah. him being in WWE and stuff like that. But it's like this dude was pumping himself full of so much drugs. To, and you couldn't even tell because of the way he was just getting in there and wrestling. But he was just numbing himself to get through all of it. But then as soon as he got outside, off camera, and away from wrestling, it was like dude was lost in the sauce. He talked about he was on a, a, a schedule. So like yeah. his his schedule made it so like he wouldn't be fucked up during his matches, but right. after the matches it's go time, and we don't exactly. need that. We don't need yeah. and 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 Kurt Kurt has been through that. He's he's recovered, and honestly, if you are addict, you never fully recovered because there's always that chance. Look at Jeff, like mm-hmm. you know how many times we thought he was recovered and then same fucking shit oh, going God. on, bro. So like. Jeff is still constantly in recovery, and a guy like Kurt Angle is still in recovery, and he's been through that, 
and he 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 already said like, I don't want to go through that shit again. That withdrawal process, I don't want to do that again. Right. And like Jeff Hardy, where like before, like we haven't heard much about Jeff being on the pills again. Like he probably feels the same way, but he's replaced those pills with alcohol in recent years. How many mm-hmm. DUIs? Like three since like 2018. Something like that. Since since he came, since that that uh, they came back in 2017, at least yeah. it was at least three. No, I, I think one of them wasn't like a full DUI. I think it was just a, a incident where he was just drunk. But like, I don't think yeah. he was driving, and then he got the DUI like months later. Yeah, yeah, it was it was one of the two because then they, they turned that shit into an angle in 2020. Yeah, Elias never got his lick back neither. <laughs> Uh, he might be about to get it, um, yeah. Because Ezekiel is no longer on the the WWE page. If you look, so uh, I venture to guess. And again, Ezekiel no more. Yeah, yeah. You knew when, when Triple H took the job, you knew it was just curtains for him. Yeah, he 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 overstepping a little bit too much for me. Because I'll, I'll talk about it later, but <laughs> doing too much. Uh, and yeah. So last thing, uh. So we saw the the press conference the other day. Uh, Logan Paul is. Now I was gonna bring that up later. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> all right, so, so, talk so about just, it now. so I was say I was gonna say I'm just gonna tack something on the end of that if, if you want to talk about it. But yeah, let's let, let me just talk about it right now. Uh, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns has been announced for the Universal Undisputed Championship at was it Crown Jewel? Yeah, yeah, Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Uh, they had a press conference in Las Vegas. One, y'all raggedy bitches did not say nothing about it until last minute. And I did not know that it was a public press conference. It was in Las Vegas. I would have called off work and went to that press conference. If I would have known it was public and y'all was letting people interview these wrestlers, we could have got some exposure for Young Kings Wrestling. I do not like that. Shout out to Lo from Wrestling Wind Down. Let's see she got to interview Roman Reigns. Shout out to my boy Jody. Took a picture with Nick Khan. I could have took a picture with Nick Khan. So you, you on the, the right the, side of Khan history. Right. You the, you the best Khan who's an executive of a wrestling company out here. Big facts. Yeah. It's not even no shade. That's I, that's a literal fact. No, that, that, that's that's true. Other Khan ain't booking billion dollar deals like him. Nope. Just not. But no, uh, I do have one thing to say about this because y'all was mad because Oh, Logan Paul. Every time Logan Paul show up, y'all just get mad. You niggas get so upset. <laughs> like, it's I'm, me. I'm niggas. I'm not niggas because I, I thrive off negativity. I love when y'all get mad at shit. <laughs> and the fact that y'all y'all thought y'all was just not going to get mad at things no more when Vince was gone. And here come his son-in-law. Doing the same shit. I told y'all, I don't remember what show it was on. It might have been here. It might have been smacking it raw. But I said, around the time Triple H took over, I said, nothing fundamentally is going to change. <laughs> and here we I are. I do remember that. Yeah. Nothing is different. Celebrities and celebrities in Saudi Arabia getting big, big matches. Celebrities in Saudi Arabia getting title shots. It just so happens Logan Paul is actually signed to the roster. He's a part-timer. You know what? I would rather a part-timer in a throwaway match in Saudi Arabia, the event that y'all claim y'all don't watch any fucking way, 
I digress. That's another conversation for another time. I would rather a part-timer in a throwaway match versus like a full-timer who's always on TV. Because Logan Paul can get his ass beat by the bloodline and disappear into the Royal Rumble, which is probably what's going to happen. I'm about to say, most likely. <laughs> so, like, nobody loses here, bro, besides Logan Paul. And he don't lose because he's getting paid. And uh, there might be some. How many followers do he got on Instagram? The hell, that, listen, it's and YouTube in millions, multiple millions. Yeah, he probably. It's, it's I'm. Let me, it's Googleable, so I will. I will check on that. But he has so many followers. It's just how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? That's why celebrities get brought in here because they got followers. They bring exposure to people that don't watch wrestling, and then they see Logan Paul who's one of the biggest influencers, probably the biggest influencer out here. Bad Bunny, the biggest recording artist right now. Johnny Knoxville is so fucking pop. Pat McAfee is the, the most popular independent sports analyst, and all these people have competed in the WWE ring this year. I, I, I'm personally... For a reason. All of them, for exposure. All of the rest of them. Like, I, I, I What's I so bad about Logan Paul? I just, I just don't. Care. I understand I, when Logan Paul first was brought in, you're like, "What the fuck is this guy doing here?" But he has proven himself twice. He's proven himself but, twice. This, 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 this was my thing. This was my thing. Like, I didn't drag it like, like most people do. And I, I even said, like, he had a great match at SummerSlam. Uh, and that mania, the the, the 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 match he had at Mania. I'm like, in ring, he's great. But I knew what was going to happen when he showed up on Friday. And I'm just like, my reaction was the same reaction as the crowd, which was nothing. Anytime this dude talked, there was no, the worst reaction you can get is no reaction when you're in the ring. And this dude was not getting no type of reaction at all. And I see why. Like, it's and just I, like, I get that because they're trying to book him as a baby face for some fucking reason. Yeah. I, when I, he was I, a heel, he got reactions. Exactly. Like, that. that's all you need. And, it's just simple tweaking. It's the same thing with Rhonda, right? Yeah. Like Rhonda got mainstream appeal because you know what? She was unlikable. Logan Paul, for 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 better or worse, is unlikable, but he, he's not a bad dude. He just is one of the dudes that you just get sick and tired of seeing everywhere and doing everything. But when you play into that and intensely try to piss people off, now you're getting a reaction. Now that there's something worth seeing. But obviously, you can't be a bigger heel than Roman Reigns, so he has to be the other side. But that's why it's like, again, I, I'm not, like, raging about it. I just, like, man, I really don't care about this shit. Like, I, I think that the best part of that segment on SmackDown was was Paul because it's like, if you paired him up with anybody else, this wouldn't have been worth watching. Shout out to Fredo Heyman for coming back after that F5. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, the, the, other, the other end of that is that why I say this could be going somewhere else is that wherever Logan goes, there's a good chance his brother's going to show up somewhere. And his brother actually tweeted out about the announcement of the match um, that he might have to show up to Saudi when he has that match. And he has his fight with Anderson Silva a week before this. Oh, so yeah, he'll just be, checking uh, out. When is that? Yeah, he'll be uh he'll be all cleared up to show up in Saudi. So I already bet my money on Jake Paul. I know how that goes. 
I'm, I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna be really sad. Like, I hope Anderson ain't taking that check to 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 put this guy over. And like, Woodley I, I, took I, the I check. <laughs> I man, it's crazy. It's really crazy out here. But um, yeah, I, I I'm guessing if I had to guess, um, the Paul brothers are getting ready to to maximize all of this shit because, I mean. However, that weekend goes with, with, with Jake and his fight. Uh, he shows up to Saudi Arabia. We're going to be getting all the talk about a WrestleMania match coming up, you know, hey. at, at, in Hollywood with two nights of WrestleMania. Hey, listen to me. And I'm going I'm to get real intimate with my listeners real quick. Oh, boy. I'm going to get the mic close. <clears throat> oh boy. I thrive off negativity. <laughs> So let's keep it real negative, Paul. I'm going to call you Paul. DJ Paul. Mr. Levesque. Or as I pronounced it as a kid, Mr. Levesque. Let me talk to you real quick. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) Big facts. But let me talk to you real quick. Mm -hmm. Logan Paul is already on the roster. Mm -hmm. Signed his brother. Had him beat the Usos. And have them beat the Usos record. Then we getting real negative. Whoa, 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 whoa! If I thought, if I thought, hashtag you niggas was mad before. I'm with. Oh my god, my green screen messing up. So let me just, let me just real quick before before we start anything. I want to give a shout out to my girls, man. I want to give a shout out to my my girls right here, man. The Aces. We won it all. Yeah. I've been waiting for them to win it all since they came to Las Vegas. I'm the waiting to celebrate. First ever championship in Las Vegas sports history. Factual. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Which is crazy because who also won a championship from Las Vegas this past week? We're going to talk about it. We'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we definitely did get to that. Oh, and it's funny, too, because I just I just saw this because we was talking about uh, how they celebrated in the stadium. And I'm thinking the Raiders game is over. Apparently it's not, and they're in overtime. So that <laughs> that could be like a real seesaw effect going on right now in Vegas. See, oh, that, see that that's how I felt when when I found out Mark Davis bought the Aces. I was like, damn, we ain't never winning shit because the Raiders don't fucking win nothing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you might be right on that. Yeah, that's 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 gonna be real scary. Um, I'm not against the Pauls and the Usos. And if the story is right, I wouldn't even be against them winning. But you're talking about breaking Uso's record. I, I, oh. Hey, let's get real negative in here. That. I don't know if I could do that. But I will say, if you in bring the words Jake of Seth in, Rollins' theme music, burn it down. Oh, I, I will it. say, if you, if, if you bring Jake in, he needs to do the talking. Logan needs to shut up. And I don't care how negative we get. Because be Jake get more heat than Logan. Exactly. He is a heat man. Jake, Jake Paul is made for pro wrestling, if yeah. you really think about it. Y'all seen Jake Paul so, at, at WrestleMania when he was on the kickoff show. Yeah. That's why I said it's yeah. only a matter of time he coming in, too. But but Logan, yeah, like, this- I think Logan did, like, one thing that just pissed people off, and they hold on to that forever. Now he was, yeah. you know, taking videos of dead bodies, which, you know. But he apologized. Right. Like, it's been years for that. Like. Yeah, he he just, did no stupid shit since. I don't think we yeah, can hold it against him. 
I think I think the thing with Logan, he's just a cornball in everybody's yeah. eyes, and I, I get that. But um, yeah, now Jake is the heat magnet. So if you pair the two of them up, tag titles, I, I won't be mad. Uh, tag title them. Speaking of, uh, apparently those titles are getting a facelift, which ain't really a facelift if if the leak the leak pictures are to be believed. Um, all it is is you know the about to make the belts two tone black. No, nah, no, nah, they're gonna they're gonna get the uh, the black strap again, and basically it's gonna look pretty much the same instead of like the the Spartan helmets in the middle. It's gonna be like the WWE symbol in the middle. And everything else is kind of going to look the same, pretty much. So but that, that's like the one picture. set of tag titles. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, and that and that's that's if that's it was an accurate picture. I don't know for sure, but yeah, we'll mm. we'll, we'll definitely see. It's been the longest rumor report in Young Kings wrestling history. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna just keep. We got any more? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's... <laughs> we got more. Nah, we good. We good. good. So, uh, what happened to that boy? Okay. We got a new addition. Oh, what happened to that boy? We back. Because we found somebody that's, uh, you know, possibly missing. We're not going, you know, do, do super duper speculation as per previous conversation. But yes. what happened to that boy? So, uh, this is yet another active APB that I have to put out here. Because I, I, I brought it up, I first brought it up last week, and I just forgot to bring it up. But I said, you know what, I'm gonna leave it on the table just in case, because you know Trips looks out for his guys, his people that he spotlighted, and we might see him over the course of the week. Watched all the week of wrestling, he didn't show up. So now this is an official APB that's getting put out for one Robert Rude. Mm. Where are you? Where have you been? Um, and it really kind of started because I saw Dolph came back. He didn't came back with his boy. So that means the tag team is split up. No more dirty dogs, which I'm I'm okay with. I didn't care for that. And they game was or... together before. Like they had popped up, you know, did some yeah. shit with Theory a while back. And then yeah. they disappeared. And then Dolph came back fucking with Theory again like two weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. The last um yeah, they were um together doing that and then all of a sudden just dropped off now uh bobby's been in the fed for about five years now mm-hmm. yeah about I think about 2016 2016 2017 had a run with the nxt title um did his best work in the company at that time in nxt if you ask me um and then you know they, they just brought him low up bar. And, it's a low bar yeah yeah but they, they they brought him up and then they just they never let him be a proper heel and when they did he was in a tag team it just wasn't cutting it but in terms of today we have not actually seen robert rude i'm i'm checking it here in five months i think the last yeah hmm. yeah yeah the last actual sighting of mr robert rude on tv yeah hmm uh, of la- of last note, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen nothing about any injuries, nothing like that. I made sure to check. Um, but the last time we saw him, I Dre. think was the mat. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, 
Oh, he was in the trade, wasn't he? Yeah, that was, that was the last time he was on TV. Uh, okay. Last time before that was a few weeks prior when uh, that was on NXT. Uh, if we right, don't right, right. NXT, that, that's what I was It was like the night before that on Raw. So since March. Yeah, because yeah, they that they was having that. Because Dolph was the NXT champion, and then he had the whole feud with Braun and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he was, so I, I forgot he was in the trade. So, yeah. So about four and a half going on five months now. Uh, I, I, hasn't worked at all since June. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that because so like assuming said, that uh you know everything is okay. I honestly like if if and when they bring him back, I I just need to go back to that, you know, that smooth talking heel from back in 2016. Because I mean, like it's not setting the world on fire, but it's, it's the best traction that his character was getting. You know what I'm saying? And be Robert Roode, who who was Robert Roode initially in TNA. Just be that person, but a little bit exactly. more grizzled, a little more seasoned. Well, maybe maybe, and, maybe winding down and about to retire or something. I don't know. Maybe. But I like that. That character is perfect for this mid-card right now, especially when you're building the mid-card titles back up again, finally. Give me Bobby versus Bobby. Hell yeah. That listen, I gotta that is the perfect before too. You know, you know DJ Paul loves him a heel champion. That is a perfect mid-card heel champion for however long you want him to be. Like if you want to build up a new star that can come up through the mid-card, Bobby Roode is a perfect foil for that whatever star that is to be coming up. Any one of them. Like whether it's the US title or the IC title. So I didn't know. Uh, actually, this 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 is another today in history uh, anniversary, 2014. Uh, Bobby Roode defeated Bobby Lashley to win the Impact Championship, where Kurt Angle was a referee. Well, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. And then they had a last man standing match at Hardcore Justice the next year. So I got to find that and check that out. It's probably interesting. Mm. So yeah, uh, we're looking for you, Bobby. And uh, again, preface it by saying, hopefully it's nothing uh, health related or anything uh, in a negative end that anything is going on with him life-wise. But if it's none of those things, if it's nothing that you needed to take time off for, then uh, yeah, we need to to send that APB out and locate my guy and get him back on TV. Cause uh, SmackDown could use him. Yeah, and I'll uh, you know, listen. Don't worry, I'll wait. Cause I've been waiting, so I can keep waiting a little bit longer if I have to. It is what it is. But uh, where we at with it on this, on our schedule? Uh, let's talk about SmackDown. Let's let's finish. we already talked about Logan Paul, Roman Reigns. Uh. They had their little situation, and then the bloodline came out there. Was like, "Hey, yo, son, it was really good." And then Logan Paul, you know, he he ran away. He he because listen, you got four on one, and Paul Heyman. Hey, this nigga's scared. I would run too, though. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, we got a uh, Solo Sokoa. He took on uh, actually no no no. It was Sami Zayn versus Ricochet. Like right after that. Yeah. 
Ricochet ends up getting the win. Ricochet been getting dubs lately. Oh, man. Triple A took over. In the last two months, we done rehabilitated that man's career so much. Hey, Mm. big facts. So uh, he been getting dubs. He got a dub over Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's only won like three matches on TV all year. Uh, But uh, what else happened in this match? Jay Uso and Sami Zayn ended up getting into it, and that's how Sami Zayn ended up losing. So backstage, Jay Uso got punked out by his baby brother. He said, it's your fault, Oops. You wasn't on your game tonight. I fucked with Sammy, so Sammy can accompany me down when I defend this championship against the mad captain. I didn't pay attention to that match, but no, nah, listen. One, you getting punked out by your baby brother. Mm. Your baby brother's also a rookie. Mm. You've been in the company 12 years now, maybe 13. Damn. On Maine. 13. About 13, yeah. Your brother has been on Maine for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and you just sat there with the eyed ass face and let him just do whatever you said. All right. <laughs> That's how you feel, Oos? Okay. And then I seen somebody else saying in the comments, they was like, they was like, Jay Uso and, and, and Jimmy Uso and Cannon for Solo Sokoa's background, we follow him in NXT. And now NXT is canon to the main roster since Triple H has taken over. Uh, if y'all remember, Solo Sokoa in the little video vignettes when he first debuted, it was talking about how he was abandoned by his family and he had to learn to survive on his own. So he low-key don't fuck with his family anyway. So yeah, he's going to find you know, you know, a little bit more of a, a companion in, in, you know, in this fan, in the honorary ooze. Than his actual fan. But that's just fucking Jay Uso up more in his head. Cause like one, Roman gaslighting me. Oh my God. Two, two now, now my baby brother just. And then man. Jimmy just Jimmy just over there just smiling, like, man, I love these niggas. I hope everything uh, worked out for us, Us. I'm just nah, alive for the talk. <laughs> The last two years, Jay Uso, he that man is a case study in, in just just a, a mental break. Cause I mean I'll say they don't do long-term storytelling. They've been they've been doing it for about three years going on. Three years. Oh, hell yeah. Without question. Like, like Roman, Roman put him through the ringer mentally. And to the point that this dude is a mad dog at this point. Like Sammy just trying to be, Sammy just trying to be, you know, affiliated. He ain't even trying to really be, you know, with it like that. He's just trying to be a part of the group. He a fan, you know what I'm saying? Like he fucks with like, like, like he's just the mascot. You know what I'm saying? He's just big up in everybody. And you just you just let him have it. You just anytime he breathes, you just give him with the the meme like I'm pussy, all in his face. <laughs> Facts. And and now now solo like yo I rock with him. <laughs> you just looking at him like yo Jimmy J- Jay is really gonna lose it at some point. He's so like I know I know we expecting like Sami Zayn to get jumped out the crew and everything, but like what if what if Jay Uso the one that get jumped out the crew? I don't I don't know if that. What I do think is gonna happen, and I, I'm gonna love it too. Um, this is gonna blow up into a few. Or what if Jay Uso jump them niggas and, and fuck them up and just Maybe. dissect? I divest just, I, is the word I'm looking for. Divest. I think it'll definitely turn out to be uh, Sammy versus Jay, mm-hmm. and probably whoever whoever lose gotta lead a family or whatever gotta be out. And one that's gonna be a fire match because. We don't. We don't watch main event. Uso had his run. 
So he we know he got bangers in him. Sammy does has been putting on a catalog in the last couple weeks, cut to a couple months now, since he's been rolling with them. So this at some point in time, within the next couple months, this is gonna blow up and they're gonna have a big ass match. And there's gonna be some high stakes in it. Um, I and I think I think that's how you turn Sami Zayn into that that baby face. Cause the Toronto crowd, the, the Canada crowd, not Toronto, um the Montreal. Canada crowd. Yeah, Montreal. They they already let you know what his ceiling is, and the last the last couple of weeks since then, the crowds have just been like hyping him up even more. So the second if they he finally if they, got they, a t shirt, yeah, yeah, the honorary. Oh, he, Sami so, Zayn finally got a new t shirt. He don't got to keep wearing that. I know that shirt he got on stage. I know it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he don't. He got a shirt finally. He got a bloodline shirt. Uh, it's about damn time. It's about damn time. It's about damn yeah, time. Man. But it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be like a similar to a Daniel Bryan moment. Like once they kick him out, or man. if they have that match between the two of them, and he just lose and just he got to be out the set now. That 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 that's how you turn that story around. Like we might we might see Sammy versus Roman somewhere down the line. It could happen. I say Sammy should be the one to, you know, maybe if we find a way to separate these two belts, you can have Sammy take one of them mugs. And, you know, the other one, give it to Cody, Jay, whoever. It's good to have Jay, options, ain't it? Jay, Jay got to have a redemption story, man. He, he done do. been through so much. He done been through <laughs> he the ringer. so much, man. Like that's is it's storytelling one on one. You you got the dude and he got introduced and then you know we hit the climax, he's going through the conflict, and now it's time for redemption. Like it's this it's a it's a timeline. This dude went from listen, I, I can't get separated from my twin. He was asking me which one I am. I finally get the title shot. It's against my cousin. My cousin turned out to be this evil, crazy tribal chief dude all of a sudden that I don't even know no more. And now he just gaslighting the hell out of me, telling me I can't provide for the head of the table. And then for two matches straight, gonna beat the hell out of me, choke my brother out in front of me <laughs> to the sure point did. that it's like now, now I just I, I I gotta suck it up. I gotta I gotta I gotta fall in line. And it's like, you know, I, I got something out of it. I got titles, you know what I'm saying? I got two titles with my brother, you know what I'm saying? My little brother just got his title, we all together. But now, now just this random dudes off the street up here infiltrating the group and getting favor like this, and my little brother rocking with him too. Like, nah, man, it's only so much a human being can take. Yeah, big facts. And uh, now the Usos got to defend the belts next week against the brawling brutes, Ridge that's Holland and Butch. That, oh, that's listen, fire. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. But uh, who you got winning that one, man? Because I don't know. Nah, I, we talking about you know somebody snapping and losing their mind. Yeah, yeah. I it, it listen that that's coming, but I, I don't I don't think they're gonna lose to to them too. Um, Bro, um, Butch and uh, Ridge. That's a good. That's a good stable. That's a good group. I like them. Um, I, I don't think they they're not champion material. They not they're not at the point yet where we could say like yeah they 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 could beat. The Usos for the titles, like, because that that that's where we're at now. We got to think about who, who could we think that would be 
that would get the big enough push that they would beat the Usos or that they would or someone would beat a Roman because that's at that point if you beat them for the titles, then you're putting the rocket on their backs. Yeah. So I, I don't think they're there at that point just yet. It's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be a fire match, but um I don't know if they would be taking the win just yet. I think we still got a while before the Usos will to drop the titles to anybody. Agree, agree. And uh, real quick, we got some more bloodline talk coming up, but uh, I'm 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 I want to see this. This is uh coming up this Friday on SmackDown, and they got me more hyped for it because of the segment this past week. But Otis and Braun, <laughs> big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, for real though, I'm I'm definitely digging that. Like like y'all can lie to yourself if you want to. Listen, everybody that they want to act fake outraged over the fact that Braun is back, listen. At the end of the day, where did you really see this man, in, you know, in terms of companies? Where else did you really see him, not just in his character, but, like, thriving? There was no other environment that was really going to work. Like, I thought Impact would have brought him in, but, like, that's about it. It wouldn't have been like that. He wouldn't have had the. He wouldn't have been of, presented as well. Exactly, because Impact doesn't do that with big guys like that. Like, like the, they they did they did pretty decent with like W Morrissey, Big Cass. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, outside of that, like nah, it's, it's, it hasn't been a thing. Like, you know, Vince has always had a niche for finding those bigger guys and making them work. Big Show, he made Kali a world champion, bro. And Kali yeah. could barely walk. He made you know he made great Gra- Kali an icon. Yeah, that like them, uh, Kevin Nash, like just just all of these guys. He finds them and he makes them work. He cultivates them into. He the was couple, working on so. Omos until he started being a nasty man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it got it got bad out here. But now this this is always where Braun was going to end up to to really thrive, and this is. This is gonna be another example of that because I'm I'm hyped to see him and Otis. Like I was hyped before this happened, Thanks. but the fact that they just came out and said, "Nah, nah, we want we want the ones right now," and then Otis got him up and slammed him and everything like that. I'm like, the world's oh, strongest bro. slam. Uh, Otis, okay. Like he 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 really about this. I, I'm I'm here for it, bro. Hey, hey, <laughs> bumming meat. <laughs> Give me that. All of it. About to be all the beef. All the beef. Uh, let's talk about the bloodline some more, man, because uh, we had the uh, NXT 2.0 year anniversary. And mm-hmm. uh, in the main event, well, actually, let's talk about what happened. They had a fan vote, you know, Cyber Sunday back. Uh, yeah. We got the vote. Who Carmelo Hayes was going to face between Joe Gacy, uh, was, was it named Dino Dan? Oh. Uh, Jurassic Jeff? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That what's what's his fucking Velociraptor Vaughn? I just I just don't care. I just why is he still on my TV? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Anyway, y'all knew he wasn't winning shit. And then uh Wesley was the always the obvious choice. Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes. Come on, son. Oh my goodness. We needed that. And Melo, you know, Melo, he uh him and Trick caught Carl Wesley slipping in the locker room, man. And uh oh man. Really for <laughs> For the first time in Carmelo Hayes' tenure, I did not like that man. I was talking all my this shit. This nigga's scared. I thought he was being pussy. 
and uh, Wesley was not able to compete. And so, you know, we don't have an opponent for Carmelo Hayes until the Bloodlines own street champion returned to NXT. He said, no, y'all thought I, y'all thought I was gone? Mm. Said, since no, you've been gone? No, I ain't gone. I'm here. He showed back up and even Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph, they was like, we thought he was on SmackDown. You know, Wade Barrett, I thought he was on SmackDown, Vic. <laughs> but nah, he came in and uh, a, a low key he cooked mellow. Yeah, because because I mean, what else do you think was gonna happen? Like, yeah. you know, good and well, he told that Roman told this man like, if you go back down there, see, you better not come back unless you got a championship. Like, nice. if you're gonna be if you're gonna be rolling with me, you see, we all got gold, right? So if you go back down there at any point in time, you better not come back unless you got something around your waist. Big facts. So, you knew what Sammy Zayn. Sami Zayn, you need to you need to get some gold too, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Dana Brooke, keep both eyes open. Because <laughs> by any means, he gonna he gonna try to get some gold. Uh, say, like, but not. We gonna start. We gonna start. Uh, we gonna start checking around here because my dude, my dude, only two weeks in, he done already got his. Like Sammy, you've been around for a while, like a couple months. You've been trying to begin. It's, yeah, like you, you gotta, like you got a handshake. Custom handshake with Jimmy Uso, all that, but no gold. Yeah, you gotta gotta earn gotta earn some stripes around here. You man. need some. Yeah, not paying dues. Back uh Carmelo Hayes, man. Listen, clock's ticking now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, clock's one way, one way or another. One way or another. Braun Breaker count your days, brother. Big facts. Like I I said I said what I wanted to happen, but listen, I can live, I can live with this as long as we still going to the main end result. Yeah, man. Which, yeah, yeah, I know. Time for the A champion to win the actual A championship. That's a fact. And uh, what else happened on this anniversary, man? Uh, let me just say, Hank Walker is a terrible name for a wrestler. Now that he has a contract, he needs a wrestler name. Yeah, yeah it's a bad name. Don't don't have this man be Hank Walker no more. Uh, it's not in good taste. Nah. <laughs> No, I, I've, I've kind of enjoyed that story. Like, it's, it's been real low-key. Like, just the security guard just trying to do his job the right way. And you got all these unruly people in NXT. Because you know how dangerous the parking lot is. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had uh, the Creed Brothers versus Pretty Deadly for the tag titles and cage match. That was that was gangster. Man. I don't know how y'all did that ending. Man. That, was, that was crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm like, I could watch them two or the, the, those four have a bunch of matches back and forth nonstop. But listen, I, I said this before a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna say it might again. be the best rivalry in NXT this year. It, it might be. It might be. But um, nah, I, I said this before. I'm going to say it again. Julius Creed, whenever it's time to, to put him solo. Oh, that, he him. Oh my God! Listen, man. Like Brutus, nice too, but like his brother, like and and we talked about this like about a week or two ago. His, mm. you know, Julius was was down there at the performance center for about like three, four months before Brutus got signed. So right. he, you know, and it kind of shows because he's more advanced. But no, he him. He caught on, like Kurt Angle type. Hell yeah! But no, yeah, love it. Uh, and then uh, we got Alba Fire. Is uh the number one contender to Mandy Rose's championship? That's your that's your pick. 
This is the, the longest reigning women's champion in WWE history. Yeah. I don't care if the record book says anybody different, it might. But we don't acknowledge that person. No. So no, thank you. Kaylee Ray slash Alba Fire is second on that list. In my eyes, she's number one. So I think she should be start uh, you know, start being treated as such as the longest reigning champion in, in WWE women's history. Yeah. At this start. point, at this point, I don't know who else can do it. Nah. Like, cause and they've been they've been kind of keeping her on ice since they brought her over to America. Mm-hmm. So you might as well do it now, Sean. Yeah, we don't we don't cycle through so many different challenges at this point. It's like, who else is there? Because I don't think did they have a one on one match? I think they might have had one. Let's Google. Let's her check. and Kaylee, because I know they had the Fatal Four Way. Um. That uh, El Shirai was in before she she left, um, and I think Cora Jade was in there too. Yeah, yeah, it was her, her Cora, uh, Kaylee and Eo. and then she had the match with Zoe later on after that. But um, yeah, no, I, I don't remember if they had a one on one before. Let's if see. they did, I don't, I don't see any reason why she would have lost that. No, nah, I'm not seeing a one-on-one. Uh, at least not since the name changed. So let me, yeah, let me see about that. Yeah, because now, mm. now, oh, they did. They had one. Yeah, <laughs> in February, February eighth, uh, Mandy oh, Rose man. uh, beat her. No, no DQ, nothing. It was actually. It was, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we need to write that wrong. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like this, this is. That, that that's the only problem that comes about it because it's like again you don't you don't went through one name after another after another and you only had but so many fresh faces that you could put into that picture like Cora never had a one on one shot but now she's a heel so it don't make sense mm-hmm. and then Roxanne just showed up and she's a she's a good baby I face, wouldn't be shocked if they sent her up anyway I doubt she even gets to touch that that's what I'm saying like. It, 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 it's too, it's too unpredictable. Like, either it's going to take a while for her to get there or she just goes right up. And Nikita, I think, is going to be going up sooner than later, too. Mm-hmm. So what what else do you really had to work with? You know what I'm saying? You just, you just had Zoe challenge. She didn't get it. So, like, you're kind of just running out of options at this point. Yeah. And it, listen, Mandy don't have nothing else to do with NXT. Like, she, made, she can go back up tomorrow and she can run the ones with anybody. I don't care who it is. I would want, listen, perfect scenario. Whenever Charlotte comes back, Mandy needs to be right there waiting to meet her. Whenever that happens. The second Charlotte comes back on TV, the next person, like, remember when Taker showed up, it's 2011, and they had a whole thing about him coming back, and they thought it was staying for a minute. Yeah. But he showed up, and before his music even stopped playing. Yeah, before his music even stopped playing, boom. Time to play the game. Triple H showed up. I want that same thing. Charlotte shows up. She takes the mic. Before she can say a word, you hear that toxic. And oh, Mandy to- comes. It is toxic. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's got. It's got to be toxic. It's got to be toxic. She comes back out right now. Get right in her face. Let her know. Like, listen. You've been gone all this time, and I've been handling my business. So, I, it's great that you're back and all that, but I. I'm her right now. It, it ain't you. Hermesha. 
and we gotta we gotta set that up asap so i need that thanks and then uh also shout out to my guy the super diva quincy elliott making a uh, his tv debut he he got the perfect mix of Mabel and Goldust in one. Man, perfect. Like, <laughs> that's all I was seeing the whole match. I'm like, oh man. No, the, uh, the, the, the gear was was a Mabel shout out too. So. Oh yeah, okay. I, I figured that. So yeah, big shout out to that. Uh, and I'm a, I'm gonna just be. This dude has gotten so much better. Like mm-hmm. I used to ringside taking pictures and, and recording video of his matches a year ago and now i'm watching him on tv and then in the same episode another guy i've sat ringside and took pictures of won a championship shout out to solo sokoa shout out to quincy shout out to vegas wrestling scene man big facts yes sir i doing big things carrying cross doing big things we doing big things. Oh yeah, him, him and Drew about to have a banger. Woo! Probably at Extreme Rules. He done choked that man out twice on national TV. Yeah. Hey, give me that big meaty man slapping me. I'm ready, and I'm, I might bet on that. Put some money on Drew Mac. I told you I can bet on wrestling. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, at the end of uh, this anniversary, we had uh, a little vignette recapping the last year. And mm-hmm. uh talked about evolution, no pun intended. Uh mm-hmm. as well, it was Shawn Michaels, never mind on that, but disregard it. Anyway, it was Shawn Michaels talking about evolution of you know things constantly evolve, and then uh we've seen the NXT 2.0 logo change to like a white and gold logo. And uh I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep it real to you. A logo changing colors will only pop simple-minded people. Y'all shouldn't <laughs> have got so excited over that. Because y'all still enjoyed the show the last year, right? Of course. So why do it matter? Oh, black and gold is back. Doesn't as I said, nothing fundamentally is going to change. We just debuted the Super Diva. I'm just saying, we just debuted the Super Diva. It's still going to be 2.0. The logo going to be different. It's not going to be called 2.0 no more. The booking going to be the same. We ain't about to get them long, drawn-out Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa-ass matches. Yeah. Triple H probably going to do that shit on main roster because that's what he's been doing every single week now. <laughs> like, they, but, they they got promotions. They they doing that on the TV that can afford to take up that much time. Thanks. So, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all was tripping. I need to calm down. Oh man, yeah. y'all get y'all, excited y'all, over the littlest shit, bro. Like, come on, y'all lit the beacons after that happened. It was crazy. Like, I was embarrassed. I had to log off. I was like, "What? What are, you, what are y'all acting like?" <laughs> I do that constantly. Like, I log off whenever like something happens, and I'm like, you know what? I say I thrive off negativity, but sometimes y'all just be annoying. I don't even be nothing negative happening. It just be just simple shit happening, and y'all lose your mind. It pisses me off. So I just log off. Yeah, man. But when it's, something, about- when it's something that I know is going to piss y'all off, then I get excited. <laughs> but if it's something that shouldn't be making y'all upset, the fuck? Yeah, some of y'all, y'all got to chill out. Y'all be tripping, like, bro. If, if y'all going to be hype about anything, just be hype about the fact that them colors are gone. <laughs> like, I like that, the colors. That- I, I, didn't, I didn't really care for, like, I, I, listen, every wrestling show I've pretty much watched over my entire life has been, like, dark. Except for like maybe SmackDown at some point. 
So like NXT, it was lit up. It it seemed exciting. Like the crowd was hyped still. I was like, this is it's actually refreshing. You know what I mean? It's different. It's something different. The in-ring stuff wasn't bad. Like it was cool to see new yeah. people who I did not know for the most part. Yeah, no, like I, I didn't think the product was really gonna suffer like that. I I, I felt like to me it, just, it was better than it was for because because that shit we had to suffer once the pandemic hit. Oh yeah, that was bad. Y'all can't tell me that shit wasn't at times like all right. It's kind of boring, my nigga. It got it got except it got, when got, Bailey and Sasha came around. It was it was decent TV. Oh, they, they was MVP as a whole pandemic. Yes. Yeah. After but, that, um, like it was hit or miss sometimes. And y'all didn't like it neither because y'all started saying it was trash and started saying dynamite was so much better. <laughs> and then when they turned to 2.0, all of a sudden y'all liked all that shit from the last year and a half. Oh my god. Big cat. Why are you yes. always lying? Yeah, I was on some shit. Yeah, no, I, 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 I was never big on the aesthetic of it. Um, but yeah, the, the, pro, you know, the product it reminded me of like Living Color. A little bit, a little bit. Um, as long as we keep it Wale's music, you know, I, I ain't really complaining either way. Yeah, um, don't play that one. Listen, over the last year, 2.0, the worst thing y'all ever did was had that white woman rapping in that ring. Oh, Ali J. And then, so as long as that theme song is gone, because they got like four theme songs for NXT. Yeah. Keep Wale, get rid of the white girl, (laughs) and we good. And if we got to have Wale get commissioned to do a whole new song, so be that. Do that. Get all, get all the, all the rap, all the rappers who are wrestler fans, Wale, Smoke Dizzle, uh, West Side Gun. I'm about to say you could, you won't ever see West Side on AEW TV again if he used to be like, "Yo, I need you to cut a check to to do a theme song for the show." <laughs> like yeah. I bet, I bet money on that. Hey yo, NXT. Hey yo, we're cooking that dope. You know how that go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's talk nah. about Monday Night Raw. Uh, I, 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 would, I would like to see Ali J again. Just don't have her rap no more. Yeah, like I couldn't listen. I I I didn't even know what this woman looked like. I had no idea that the the performance was even going to take place when it did. So mm-hmm. like, I just hear some terrible rapping. Yeah, it was and bad. it just I, it, I didn't even care to just look. I couldn't even watch it on mute. I was like, this is embarrassing. This is I, yeah, stop. <laughs> Uh, let, let's go into Monday Night Raw real quick. We can get y'all up out of here if y'all still listening. We appreciate y'all. Thanks. One day I'm gonna I'm gonna do a contest for the middle of the show, and then y'all have to keep listening to the end of the show, or at least like real deep into the show. And then we're gonna do a contest, and y'all have to go tweet me a word of the of the, uh, the word of the week. We're gonna start doing word of the week contests. Oh, that's smart. You smart. I like that. Yeah. So y'all gotta listen the whole episode and y'all get a prize or something. What the prize is, probably probably a t-shirt. <laughs> we got we got hella t-shirts over here. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw, man. Uh in the main event, we had uh, Edge versus Dominic. Uh, I don't know, what we calling him Dominic Ripley. Yeah, yeah, because you're not a Mysterio no more. Uh, and and you when whenever Edge is gonna be off TV for a while, 
He get his ass cooked. Man. He got his oh. ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. So yeah, they really they lay into that shit. Facts. Every so, time. so uh we're probably not gonna see Edge for about a you know, I'll, I'll if I had to predict four to five weeks, more than enough time for him to chill out and then uh you can bring him and Beth back and we can run that mixed tag at Crown Jewel. Like I predicted. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I, I got about one more week of Beth with these Jason memes and getting sneakers and stuff like that before I be like, well, listen, are, are you gonna show up and, and handle this shorty or not? Cause are you all talk or what? Because you, you, you putting a lot of, a lot of vibes out here that I don't know if you really about. And I remember Beth. I'm Beth. Beth was an OG. She was mm-hmm. not playing when she showed up. She, she debuted scrapping. She like she came up, uh, was it Mickey? She went and grabbed Mickey out the blue and just started throwing hands. That's how mm-hmm. that's how we got introduced to Beth. So I know that I know that before Beth. after she broke her nose. Um, I want to say it was four. I think yeah. that was how she initially debuted, and then yeah, she yeah, she yeah. came back. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then like it got delayed. Like her debut got delayed because of the broken nose. Um. But yeah, no, like that. I know that Beth was about it, but see, this Beth now, you know, got domesticated, got married, got kids. I don't know if this is Beth is about it because you you're doing a lot of talking, but you know, we're not we're not there. And, and, and Renee too, you ain't slick either, because I seen you tweeting that that uh, Ty Conti talking about oh, keep your hands off my husband stuff like that. You ain't never put hands on nobody, so let, let's yeah, let's come down. on now, you 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 just like all these other backstage interviewers, and it's something. To, Oh, what type of training do they go through or something to, to be a backstage interviewer in WWE? I don't know. Because as soon as they know. pass the training, they just be so spicy. Mm-hmm. Knowing they can't get touched. I told you there was there was a span of time where I was Renee, looking at Kayla like Kayla, the Irish I'm, nigga. <laughs> like it, it was Kayla was saying some shit for a minute in these interviews, and I'm looking at her like you do know, like you half the size of everybody in this, this locker room right, right now, right? Even the women. <laughs> that is not a good look for you right now. But yeah, uh, yeah, I need Beth to stop playing. If she really if she really wants to smoke, she can have a singles with with uh, Rhea while mm-hmm. Edge is away. And then we can, can set up a, set up the mixed tag later on. But, you know, I, I, need, some, I need some action behind all this these, these subtle uh, little hints that you're throwing out here. Yeah, give me something, man. And uh, real quick, since we still on the subject of uh, Edge versus Dominic Mysterio. My pack in the Edge, guess what? These peasants, you peasants. Because during this match, Raymond Mysterio bring that ass here. Bring that ass here, boy. During this match. Every, every week, we talk about this guy being a terrible father, and it turns out he's also a terrible friend, because while your friend is working, I don't care, your friend and your son are at work. Yep. You have been wrestling for over 30 years, Ray. It is a job. Edge has been wrestling for over 30 years. It is a job. And I feel like you, a 30-year veteran of the game, you should respect it, especially you one of the most beloved baby faces of all time. You should respect when somebody is at work and working and there was no respect shown whatsoever because what did you do mr raymond 
Mysterio. You came and tried to interfere in the match. You said, Edge, no, there has to be a better way. No. He said he was going to, your son tried to be a grown man and get in grown man's business. He was getting treated like a grown man. Edge said that. Edge apologized to Ray before he declared it. Because mm-hmm. Edge is a good friend. Exactly. Edge is a so good friend. You, you wasn't going to whoop the kid's ass, so I got to do it for you. So you jumped in the ring mid-match while somebody is working. You're trying to be a father. All of a sudden, it is too late now. Far too late. You, you're trying to work from behind. Okay? You was trying to be like Marcus Mariota and the Falcons today. Didn't cut it. It's too late for all that. It's too late for all that. And what happened? You ended up costing Edge the match. And Edge ended up getting his ass cooked all because of you. Edge, Edge might have would have won the match if you didn't show your face. Oh, yeah. But yeah. And this is why I started hating Rey Mysterio to begin with. Ask, ask anybody that I'm cool with on Twitter. 2011, couldn't stand Rey Mysterio. Because why? Because Rey Mysterio used to always butt in everybody's business. And it used to piss me off. That's why I didn't like Rhino and TNA back in like the mid-2000s. Because he always just be in everybody's fucking business. He did too. When babyfaces be in everybody's business, that shit pissed me off, bro. Because like, why? Mind your own business, bro. Right. I think just because y'all, y'all both babyfaces, they going to fuck with you? No. You don't got no beef with these niggas. Which, I mean, in this case, is different. Yeah, you got beef with, you know, the Judgment Day. But you could have been handled that. We've been saying that. We've been saying that. You could have been handled that business. It would have never got to this point. But now it's gotten to this point, and you just scrambling. I feel you should just go away, let go, and let God. That's what you need to do, Ray. I, I think we should take into account, too, that since 2020, there have been two separate factions that have come into Ray's mm-hmm. life and not only cooked his ass, but Innocent. got in, but he brings his family around and they they became casualties of these groups. Buddy Murphy came up and took this dude's daughter away to, to the point that, that, like, you know, we we she was on vacation with Man. the dude and all this other stuff and I'm gonna stop yeah. talking. I'll, in the words of Lil Boosie, don't get me started. Yeah, like he he just showed up. First off, he was the enemy, and you didn't you didn't address him back then. Then he shows up, try to be a friend, and Dom Dom was t- giving him more energy than you was, because you was trying to you was on on that forgiving tip, which again, like, what kind of father are you being right now, bro? Mm. Now. Now and that that was with Seth. That was with Seth in this group. And you lost your eye at one point during that. So yeah, it's like that's going on. And then now you got Judgment Day. And the son who you literally fought in a ladder match for custody of, you just let this woman swoop in and obviously turn him out, but just corrupt his mind to the point that. You know, he's just looking at you like 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 the little kid, like you're not my dad. Like he, he looking at you like that now. Cause he don't really rock. Hey, do with I have that sound buddy? I think I think it was we had it on one episode, right? Because swore I had it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I I clipped it like like last week. Where's that had me that had me in tears, bro. I go sworn I did have it a long time ago. Here we go. 
You're not my dad. Yeah, yeah. That's the type of time Dom is on right now. And uh, yeah, you you fought in a ladder match for this kid's custody, but uh, you wouldn't fight two seconds against it against a woman for the sake of just keeping him. And now we see where we at right now. So uh, that I would take that as a sign that uh, maybe it's time for you to. Number one, stop bringing your family around. But number two, I've been said that. Maybe you just 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 you know take a step back and kind of just slide out gracefully, because uh, this is not a place for you anymore. I agree. Uh, I don't I don't feel like this is the right place for you to be. And I got a message for uh, Dominic too, man. First of all, he don't even know what to do with all that. She need an unapologetically African alpha male to handle that. He can't handle that. He don't even know what to do with that. Okay. What else happened and on Dom, Monday Night Raw? Dom can't fight either. No, nah, he can't. I've seen him. <laughs> he don't got no hands. He don't got no hands at all. He had, a, he had his daddy had to fight his battles for two years. Right. He don't got no hands. Now, now Rhea, Rhea fighting Rhea, your battles. I'm about to say Rhea whooped your ass before you joined up with her. So facts. Tell me all I need to know. <laughs> Big facts. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Chad Gable, fire. Yes. Y'all knew it was going to be fire, but yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens, Austin Theory. They had a little promo one. Y'all y'all be gassing these Kevin Owens promos. All he do is scream into the mic. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. But I just want he, the matches. Yeah. But he did say some bars, though, because he's been kind of saying what I said about, you know, Theory before. Basically, cut all that shit out. Like, you were the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Act like it. So now I'm very excited to see what, what Triple H about to do with Austin Theory to kind of, you know, give him that edge. Uh, Randy Orton is, uh, I think, the blueprint that uh, yeah. he should be following for that. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I, I, don't, I don't feel the way that y'all be feeling about Theory. I like him. I just think he need that edge. You got to cut out the selfie shit, which I, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. Has he been doing the selfie shit still? Yeah. yeah okay. still. Cut the selfie shit out. Like, have somebody break this nigga phone and just have him snap or something. And I yeah. think, like, like, he has everything else in the toolbox. But it's just, like, he, he's, he just needs something to make people care. People don't care. They acknowledge he's good in the ring. They acknowledge right. he can talk on the mic. Yeah. But that that level of heat that he got because i was there at money in the bank mm-hmm. that heat that he got in the building yeah. oh it was it, oh my god it felt amazing because i was told that john cena may or may not be in the building so i'm expecting even though it made no sense i was expecting john cena to be added to the money in the bank ladder match he was not it was Austin Theory. And when they announced Austin Theory, I was so excited. And then they announced Austin Theory. I was like, oh, man. But I, I liked it. I liked feeling like that. And I like yeah. feeling how everybody else around me felt because that's the entire point of wrestling, like an emotional yeah. investment. And they can't always give you what you want all the time. So I think like he has everything he needs but he just needs that edge to make people really care about him so he can get that heat that he got at Money in the Bank every single week. 
that that that's been my thing about him since day one. Um, because I remember uh RN was talking about him. Shout out to my guy. Um he was Her saying business. like back in the it, yeah, back in the indies, he was talking about yo, that this dude gonna have it when he gets signed, when he go up. You watch like, Austin Theory on dude. the Indies, you could tell that immediately. Yeah. And when they started pre- you know presenting him with this goofy ass gimmick, I'm like, okay, that ain't gonna hit. Like I'm watching him wrestle, he can go. I, I hear him talk a few times. Okay, he 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 can talk, but it's the same shit I say about Riddle. Like all this extra, you know, all this extra pothead bullshit that they that they do. It's like that's not gonna cut it for me. He can nah. wrestle if he if he seriously talks, he can talk. But the the, the that presentation of yeah yeah all this this dude shit yeah bro. And weed. And yeah, bro, this and bro, that and little pot jokes on the side. Like, I don't care for that shit. I really don't. If you if you give them that edge that makes them either a strong heel or, a, you know, not a baby face, but, you know, a face with an edge, then I can get behind that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Theory, absolutely. It, hopefully something happened. Like, Kevin need to smash his phone mid-match next to tomorrow night. Yeah. That, that's what need to happen. You do that and just have theory just beat the shit out of Kevin Owens after that. Yeah. Like we off can, to the races. Yeah, because well, Kevin Owens, I feel like is in this weird phase of like he's being transitioned to being like a tweener slash baby face. Basically. You want to really push that forward? And you really want to give theory that edge? Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Off of one little action of the phone being broken. Right. I know they make good money, so he can buy himself a new phone. But principles, principalities in this. Hell yeah. Big one. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh the Miz, bro. We need to get some better security in his house. Cause I, all the resident weirdos of WWE just find their way into his crib. I without without any kind of struggle or anything at all. Like Ray just walks into that crib without like well, it's like he's a shapeshifter. Of, yeah. This dude be moving like mystique. So I get it. But Dexter Loomis, on the other hand, has no superpowers. He has no powers. Yeah. He's just creepy. So the fact that your home was getting guarded and he still snuck in and drew pictures of your daughters. Like. Yeah. I know you've been scared and you PTSD, all this shit. But when the kids get involved, I done told y'all, stop bringing up people's kids. Ronda <laughs> Rousey like, done told y'all, stop bringing up people's kids. Yeah, man. That's how people really mess around and get hurt. The Dexter Lumison brought up this man's kids. Now, it's up to him to respond appropriately. So I, I will be I will be sitting back uh, waiting over time is it? over the next 24 hours to critique you mm-hmm. if you do not do what you're supposed to do and handle your business. Yes, sir. I feel like I feel like if Maurice could, she'd get more buck than you. Because she the mama bear. Like, like we're going to talk about my children. That's my French accent. It was terrible. Nah, you, you, know, you know Maurice don't play about that. Hell no. Like, she don't play about a lot. If you watch Ms. and Mrs., she, she gutted. Yeah, like... And if she'll she'll get on TV and start hyping up this nigga's nuts the way she hey, do. Hold on, Mike. Yeah, I'm, let me let me get real intimate to my listeners again. 
Michael Mazzani. The way the way you need to be, the energy you need to have about about your kids, the same energy that George had about you at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's oh, what needs man. to happen. Damn. And then probably uh my favorite thing that happened this past week on Monday Night Raw, we had the return of Omos, aka Nick Zilla, aka Big black nigga. Good to see him back on my TV, and it's good to use that soundbite again. It has been weeks. Mr. Mr. Levisque, don't have me wait again a whole month or however long he's been off TV. Big facts. Because when you take him off TV, you also taking Mr. P off TV. You know, when you take Mr. P off TV, we don't like that. Y'all forget. His last name is Porter. If you take yes, Mr. Sir. Porter off TV. I don't like that. Don't do that. He dropped a new song too, by the way. I I picked, I gotta listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I retweeted it and I said real bars back, and he retweeted me. But he know the realness. So I feel like yeah. when I when I go and listen to the song. Let's say it's like three minutes long. After three minutes, I want to feel like this. Yeah, now listen. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. Ollie J, you know nothing about it. Oh, man. Not at all. Hit Row dropped a new song, too. I haven't checked that out yet, either. That that was that was, was on it? point. It was one of them ones? That was on point. Yeah, man. Okay. I'm going to check it out. That was that. They did hit that. Uh, they took Flavor that. Flavor and Year uh, beat. Yeah. Yeah. They killed that. They killed oh, they, it was a freestyle. They used the beat. Yeah. Oh, that's a classic beat. So they, if, listen, you can say they killed it, but they got to meet my standards. If you rapping over classic beats, if you rapping over a beat that got a, a top three Christopher Wallace verse on it, and you rapping over a beat where LL Cool J just randomly sneezed for no reason. <laughs> No, nah, Biggie got one of the best lines in history in that verse. Yeah. Don't be mad. UPS mm-hmm. is higher. <laughs> yeah. I want to send, I want to clip that up and send that over to CM Punk in the Elite. Because UPS is higher. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think y'all gonna get a, a job on national TV nowhere else. And and we are hiring, by the way. I I, I can I can give somebody a job. Yeah, in my spot. Big thanks. <laughs> hey man, what else we got this week, man? That's all I got on. My oh, list. oh. So they tapped in. If, if we didn't already know, Seth. We know you Seth listen, Seth. Rollins. Seth Reed. Seth Ree Rollins. <laughs> we know that you listen, um, bro. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I I wanted to wanted to to just hit this one quick point. Uh, shout out to Wrestling World because they have updated the timer. Because uh, as of today, it has been 930 days since Mr. Seth Ree Rollins has held WWE Championship gold. So to reiterate the point that I made last week, now that we finally uh, in motion of doing something about that, mm-hmm. uh, I need Seth Ree to walk away with some gold tomorrow night. 
since the challenge got laid down for him and Bobby, I, I don't necessarily like seeing Bob Bobby lose championships. But right. uh, 930 days unless is a long they're the time. people that I like, like Biggie. Yeah. Yeah, 930 days is a real long time. And uh that's type crazy. But nice. uh yeah, I appreciate you, Seth, for the listen. Uh you, you could throw you could throw us a retweet or something like that while you at yeah, it. Yeah, man. Come on now. we about to tag you in. We're gonna tag you in the post tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, block us. Cause I, yeah, we've been been lobbying for this for a while, so you know, it, it's it's about time that that finally got something going about this. Listen, don't block us, cause I know you like you you blocked me on my personal page a few years back. You unblocked me. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I know, like you know, people, got, cause I I remember I was on your side when you and Will Osprey was going back and forth. I'm still oh, on your man. side. I'm that, listen. Yeah. I'm still I'm still on the side of Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay because as Will Ospreay has shown that Seth Rollins was right the entire time. Y'all remember he was getting into it. Listen, when, when Kenny Omega basically called you a broke ass nigga too. This broke ass bitch ass nigga. Uh oh. Then then maybe we write about it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. But no, Seth, we appreciate you for the listen. We're gonna tag you. And retweet yes, you, please don't block us. I don't know any wrestlers that currently have us blocked anywhere. Since we got lynched on Instagram, Corbin and, and Dave Batista have unblocked us. So mm, that's interesting. So yeah, uh best Set. of luck to you. Hope you win. And uh if you win, definitely shout us out because you know I, I just ah. for you. Yeah, Seth, like it, and you don't gotta like shout us out, shout us out. But yeah. Like you can come out wearing our logo colors or something, we'll get the message. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you know, like that. that That's uh, why I think Street that, Profits listen to us because they come out in our colors all the time. Facts. Like you know that um the Dave Chappelle special where he talked about me and OJ. And he was like, he just gave me, the, I just gave him the wink to let him know that I saw him. Like, that's all I need. Just give us the wink. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just give us the wink. That's cool. I'll settle for that. A little something, something. Yeah. And 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 we're gonna we're gonna watch the Bears game too. That's why we're about to close this show out right now. So facts, plug facts. your socials. Pop it on right now. All right, y'all can find hey, me at Recapping 24. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ready to press play. <laughs> yeah, y'all can find me at Recapping 24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour where I talk sports, entertainment, movies, and TV, everything like that. Uh, on all platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and the video version is up on YouTube. Got a bunch of content up right now. Uh, I'm looking for uh, a couple co-hosts for next weekend so that I can get this this next sports podcast out the way. And then I'm going to get into all the list of TV and movies that I got to get to that I got people waiting on. So, uh, yeah, keep on the lookout for that. But, yeah, a bunch of content up right now. Go check that out. And the Instagram page, underscore, the Havoc Hour, underscore. And I am the Thespian TC Fontaine. You can follow me if you uh, feel so inclined to on Instagram at tc.fontaine. I posted on Instagram today uh, for the first time in a while, only a story. And that's because my girls won a championship today. Like literally before we logged on. So I'm, I'm very excited and that carried my energy throughout the day. So maybe my team should win championships more often. I thought we had a good show. And if you agree, let us know. Leave us a five-star review. Thumbs up us on YouTube. All that all that good jazz. And uh, you follow Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling. 
including Instagram, they whole asses. Follow us mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, even. And check us out at ykwrestling.com. Website possibly coming soon. Hey. And uh, as we always seem to do here, <clears throat> I'm get real intimate with my listeners again. But I have a song for y'all. It's actually really relevant to the episode title. If you remember what I said the episode title was going to be, here we go. <laughs> Here's the thing. We started out as friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone, you're dedicated. You took the time. Wasn't long till I called your mind. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. And all you ever hear me say is how I picture me with you. That's all you ever hear me say. But yeah, you never felt that way. But since you've been gone, I can now breathe for the first time. Still moving on, yeah, yeah. Thanks to you, now I get what I want. Since you've been gone.